Epstein and Supreme Court Justice Roberts initially would have met or how that relationship would have developed? Uh, I think he met uh, when uh, he was uh, under Bush, uh, not too long after he was uh, appointed uh, somewhere along there, just a, a basic meeting powerful people, something like that. He did help them with his adopted children. Uh, from what uh, was said there and what was you know, discussed openly in this uh, little dirty trick squad, <clears throat> the children are, are not genetically brother and sister, but they're raised that way, so that's more valuable to them. Uh, one, if not both, were originally from Wales, but they were in the Epstein channels and were easily removed from their version of foster care to Ireland, which has much more open adoption type records. For and he facilitated this for Robert so he could adopt them both at the same time. There's a little gap, but it was just paperwork, and that was him. Uh, Epstein had done that for him. So um, they they met, they worked together, and he was doing favors at some point. Was this something uh, Supreme Court Justice Roberts would have paid for, or is this a you know a favor exchange to Epstein to link with up with these children, or? I don't know at that point. Uh, it's, it's possible it could be either one. I don't think there would be a pain at that point. It's more for his position. There would be something type of favor. But I don't know either one that was done. He facilitated it. Was there pain? Was there favor? I can't say. Okay. Uh, can, you, can you go into any more details on Supreme Court Justice Roberts with these children and the circles that he ran in as far as your lawyer? Uh, Children are often used as a commodity, a way to buy yourself into certain inner circles. And these people are all wealthy, they're all powerful, and they don't trust you unless you're as compromised as they are. So you you provide children to them, your children, adopted children, whatever. This is how they trust you. You're as dirty as they are. You cannot be exposed because you can't expose them, they can't expose you. If everybody's just as dirty, you know you're safe. And they said this is a way for them to buy their way into these inner circles and get access to whatever. The children are the payment and the dirt and the control. Now, who else would we want to talk to, or is there any additional documentation that we can pursue to solidify what you're saying here today? The FBI has copies of the videos from the FISA surveillance. was discussed, but I can't prove it that Roberts had a copy. Uh, Rod Rosenstein certainly has a copy. Uh, Sean Henry of CrowdStrike, who was FBI at the time, uh, he took two copies back to FBI with him. So the copies were made, and then uh, it was actually Sean Bridges who encrypted them and gave them the keys. So there are copies out there. And who would be on these tapes, uh, most likely, as far as from your conversations in the, the trick squad? From, uh, from just those tapes, I'm talking about the copies. Mm-hmm. That would be Roberts, or excuse me, uh, uh, those would be uh, Pence and his two lovers and the younger ones. Uh, they were also, um, they would do the same thing, uh, illegal surveillance or sometimes vice versa. This was mostly in the country, illegal surveillance with um, Roberts' children and whomever they were with. Mm-hmm. They'd set it up. They knew that they weren't going to be exposed because Justice Roberts' children. And please keep in mind that these children have been abused since birth. 
and then they uh, did not hang up the phone. They did not kill the phone, and uh, we were listening to them talk about killing me and my wife, things like that. And another time, they actually butt dialed me, and uh, we're talking about he was on the phone talking to various people and about their plans, about who they're going after, and what they're going to do to us because we knew too much and we were outside at the time. So uh, they could not do their plan. We, had, we got the people under surveillance. We saved them. I was giving credit for saving them. Uh, they were very upset that their plans had gone. The crowd were very upset with me, especially when they came and picked me up. But it stopped it. Uh, their plans were written out. They were like they had maps. They had surveillance. They had quite a bit of equipment. What was the timeline that they were hoping to do this in? This would be uh, right after, within the first year of Hillary Clinton's presidency. She was not supposed to lose. Uh, so this was all planned up, and it was it was more than just that. It was it was twofold. They wanted to pack the court, uh, and take out as many as they could. Uh, Roberts was actually helping because he didn't want to be one of them, and he wanted some uh, choice in who would be on the bench after that. He wanted to maintain some form of control, so he did provide information. But uh, it was supposed to be done within the first year of Hillary Clinton's campaign so that they could ban firearms as well but, uh, and pack the court. So they had plenty of time to do that. That was their two main goals. Do you believe the death of, uh, of Anton Scalia was a part of this same plot? Or is that, do you know if that was a separate? Uh, it was the same people. He was a, uh, a backup plan. He was their biggest threat. I mean, the most conservative justice. Uh, Justice Scalia, uh, actually, uh, I believe he found out about this, the, the plans, and he went to the White House like a week before his death. I believe he found out what they were trying to do. When they moved uh, away from the overall attack of where these people lived, or, uh, you know, they would attack around the holidays when more than one justice would be in the home, things like this. And again, Congress was providing this. But uh, they had to take him out. He was seen as their biggest obstacle. So the same basic group that was involved were uh, given access uh, to the ranch where he was found. Uh, they talked about how they did it. They had a couple different options, but it was discussed prior to his death, what they intended to do, where they could possibly do it, how they could do it, who they would need. Uh, the records are there at the Seville uh, Ranch. Uh, one person was brought in. Uh, so there was three men. One person was brought in as a temp worker. The other two, same team, were brought in as servants from a group that was there hunting. And uh, they discussed how it was done, uh, that uh, they used Dimso, the methyl suboxide, which is a, a fairly inert chemical, just goes through your skin. But if you mix it with a poison or a drug or something like that, it'll go directly in your system and overload you. I believe that's why he was found with the pillow over his face. He was struggling to breathe. He couldn't breathe. Choking. And this particular chemical you can tailor to the person. If they have a drug problem, you can put fentanyl in it and overdose them. If they have a heart condition, it would take very little to go directly in and be like a direct injection into the heart. And uh, they, uh, they talked about how they did it. And the Roberts is on the phone uh, with these people discussing the uh, successor. And he wanted a say in it because now it was only going to be one person. He wanted to pick that person. And he wanted to say who was going to take it. And of course, there was a lot of people that were talking about Eric Holder taking it, all kinds of people. But he wanted to say and who was going to take over uh, Justice Scalia's 